Story Kids is an ALNF podcast. We would like to acknowledge the traditional owners of country throughout Australia and pay our respects to their elders, past, present and emerging, who have and continue to pass down the important tradition of storytelling. Do you know what time it is? Yes, it's time for Story Kids. Welcome to Story Kids, an ALNF podcast where we talk to young people about their original stories and bring them to life with amazing actors, music and sound. I'm Amelia and this week is our 100 word story special. We've got seven 100 word stories read by author, actor, director and TV presenter Zoe Norton Lodge of the incredible Elizabella book series. Stick around for the end of the episode where Zoe tells us about where her ideas come from and includes some awesome advice for young writers. Now, these 100-word stories come from kids all over Australia, and many of them live in rural areas. Some kids have established settings, characters, problem and resolution, and others have zoomed in on a moment and described it in great detail. Each kid will tell you their name and age, and then we'll let Zoe Norton Lodge take the reins for each of their stories. G'day everyone, I'm Zoe Norton Lodge and I'm recording here on the lands of the Gadigal people of the Eora Nation. Hi, I'm Tom and I'm 11 years old. This is Exams by Tom. Exam starts now, barked Mr May. Jack let himself slip from the present into his own world. He looked down. He was holding a footy. It was simple, just kick a goal. Fans were screaming at him, for him, teammates encouraging him. He glanced at the scoreboard. Home, 10, 6, 66. Away, 10, 10, 70. No time left. Could this be the winning goal? Jack ran, kicked the ball high, the crowd held their breath, the ball sailed over the goal umpire's head. He had done it! Jack smiled. Best exam ever. He couldn't wait until the next one. Hi, I'm Lucy and I'm eight years old. Not the last by Lucy. The air was cool on my skin. A gust of wind blew my hair tie away and it landed on the tan bark. The whizzy dizzy got faster. I tried to get off, but it was too fast. I could feel my heart beating. I turned my head around to see the other kids, but it was too blurry. I heard their squeals, but I couldn't see them. I closed my eyes, but it got even more frightening. I opened them again. All of a sudden, it slowed down. I floated off and landed on the ground with my eyes widened and my mouth open. It was my first try, but definitely not my last. Hi, I'm Claire and I'm the best and also I'm six years old. Toby the Toenail by Claire. One day in class, Jack heard a voice coming from his shoe. Let me out of here. It stinks. What the heck? Screeched Jack. Who is that? You've got to get me out of this stinky shoe. Jack took off his shoe and he heard the voice again. Wrong shoe, dude. 
Jack put his shoe back on and took off the other shoe, he found the voice. It was a talking toenail on Jack's left foot. Hey, took you long enough? I'm Toby and it's nice to meet you. I'm Jack, Jack said. Later, when Jack was lying in bed, Toby was hot under the blanket. It's too hot down here. Too bad, Jack said. The next day at school, Toby was being annoying in Jack's shoe. Keep it down, Toby. (laughs) Growled Toby. Hi, my name is Henry and I'm 10 years old. Leaf by Henry. A leaf twisting and tumbling down a rocky hill as if the leaf and wind were friends. Tumbles like a gymnast, flips like a child on a trampoline, then down to the beach it flies across the sand as soft as silk and back up and over the hill, over the road as well. It speeds up over houses and lawns until the leaf is unlucky. It falls down and down, twisting and turning into a garden. A few moments go by as the leaf stirs. A huge animal as big as a giant shoots through an open door. Its foot goes near, but it does not hit. As the giant goes by, it makes a huge breeze that flutters the leaf right out. The wind finds it again, and so up it goes. Hi, I'm Luke, and I'm nine years old. The Wizard and the Fairy by Luke. As Tom was riding to school, he thought about going to the library on his way. The library was only three blocks away, so that's where he went. He went to the fantasy section and saw a book that looked interesting. He started reading with a blanket over his knee and... He suddenly felt cold and saw an arrogant-looking wizard trying to capture a mischievous fairy. You don't stand a chance, said the wizard, but the fairy shook her wand and... Tom was back in the library safe again. Hi, I'm Naomi and I'm 13 years old. Outfoxed by Naomi. The night was silent. The ginger cat was prowling toward the chicken coop. The fox mask he was wearing disguised him perfectly. He had to get that flag. He'd hit something solid and furry. The fox peered at him in surprise. Shh, they whispered at each other. Move, I have eggs to steal, said the fox. I'm never going to win the competition at this rate, hissed the cat. What competition? Well, if you're done squabbling, I have something to say, said a voice from the chicken coop. You've been outfoxed, both of you. What? they chorused. We're pigs. Hi, I'm Delilah and I am seven years old. My Dog Sidey by Delilah I am Delilah. I have a new puppy called Sidey. She is 15 weeks old. 
during lockdown, we take Sidey for mini walks. Inside, we have lots of toys for her. She has a pig that squeaks. She has a purple collar. She is a Rottweiler. She has beautiful eyes. We train her to sit, stay, shake and leave it. She tries to get our toys a lot. She is a good girl. Her ears are black. Her body is black. I pat her a lot. She has a black tail. She has brown eyes. I love Sidey to bits. Zoe Norton Lodge, since we have you here, can you tell us where you get your ideas for your stories? So I get my ideas for stories from, I guess, two places. I would just say they're outside and inside. Part of my journey as a writer is just being observant, eavesdropping, always kind of listening to people, observing them on the bus, in a cafe, anywhere they are, if people are having an argument, if people are being really nice to each other, just to sort of really observe human beings interacting with each other. And the other place I get ideas from is my internal life. So I really try to think about how I've responded to something emotionally, whether something has upset me, embarrassed me, made me feel ashamed, made me feel angry, made me feel really happy or really kind. And I try to be really, really, really honest about what those things are. Because sometimes, you know, you have a private thought and you might feel like nobody else thinks that. It's so silly. It's so juvenile or it's petty or something like that. But I think part of being a storyteller is being able to say to somebody, I felt this strange little feeling. Did you feel it as well? And I think nine times out of 10, you find that you're not alone and other people have felt equally silly things. And I think that's my favourite way to try to connect with people in my stories. And could you describe your process for us? So when I go about my daily practice of writing, it sort of involves two things which sound a bit contradictory. One of them is kind of being committed and having a, a good work ethic and trying to, to write even if you don't completely feel like it, just to kind of keep going because, you know, a good friend of mine who I wrote with once told me something that has always stuck with me, which was, you can edit bad, but you can't edit blank. And to me, I find that really useful. I find if I can just sit there and just squeeze something out, then I can play with it and tinker it and mould it and shape it into what I really want. I think also knowing when you just need to stop <laughs> because sometimes you actually just can't write. Like writer's block is quite real. You kind of need to have, or I feel like I need to be in a good headspace to let my mind start wandering and, and putting the little bricks together of a story. I also sometimes find that I just let myself go on a word ramble. So if I'm feeling a certain type of way, I might just start writing it down, even if it barely makes sense, even if it's so mortifying, I would never show it to anyone. Because sometimes if you just kind of let those deep kind of subterranean parts of your brain just let out their gunk, sometimes there's just such joy in that. And then I think the great thing to remember as a writer is nobody needs to know that that came from, like, your feelings. 
you can disguise it. You then put it in a character. You give those emotions, you give those feelings, you give everything to your characters and people are like, wow, what a relatable character and you don't have to tell anyone that it's actually a deep, dirty thought from the back of your own mind. That brings us to the end of the 100-word story special for this season. Zoe has shown us that there are so many ways to tell stories. You can write them and then you can use your voice to narrate them in an entertaining way. Many thanks to her and to our wonderful authors, Tom, Claire, Luke, Henry, Lucy, Naomi and Delilah. If you'd like to write your own 100-word story, head to our website at storykids.com.au where there's an activity to help and you can always record yourself or a friend reading it out loud. Tune in next time as Joa writes about the rains coming to a parched national park with help from the incredible John Butler. Story Kids was written and created by me, Amelia Christo and Verity Hunt-Ballard with the Australian Literacy and Numeracy Foundation. Sound production and theme song are by Paul Rusk. Until next time, thanks for listening. And remember, there are so many ways to be a Story Kid. Do you know what time it is?